Sangeeta, Poonam and Meenal are back with another episode of Crash Landed on K-Dramas. In part 1 of Dramaverse Troopers, we stopped at our favourite siblings and promised that we would continue with our dream family from K-Dramas this week. So Poonam, why don't you kick off with your favourite mom in K-Dramas? One of my favorite mom is Lee Jong-hun and she is now famous because of her role in Parasite where she plays housewife who is wronged because of Bong Soon-ju movie people might know her. But she has had a wide range of acting done in K-dramas and I would speak about two of her mom roles. She is playing in Familiar Wife, female lead's mother who has Alzheimer's and she's a very sweet woman who sometimes can be intimidated by her own daughter's tempers. There is a scene where her daughter is road raging at while driving and she's like, okay, chill it. Oh my God, I'll have to deal with this. These are her reactions and these, this is how she's reacting in the car sitting beside the female lead. Then there is another scene where she knows something is wrong but she wants to take care of her daughter even though truth is she's the one who needs the care in Mr. Sunshine she's playing this character who's not exactly the mother but in effect she is the female lead's mother because she's the one who brought her up while she is this kick-ass woman who protects her female lead she is willing to do whatever it takes that feeling of mother she does it so well as a who could be seen just as a mere servant of the house or a mere right-hand person of the female lead but she brings that extra layer to the character actually even her characters talking about this maternal kind of character uh, her characters in Oh My Ghost and Lost cooler also like that in oh my ghost where she is helping this ghost get over her regrets in life pass on to the other world so she's this shaman who's helping the ghost so there also she has this very maternal equation with her sometimes disciplining her asking her what's wrong what's going on with her life and when she understands the whole murder plot and everything she has this very taking care of her maternal role Similarly, in law school, she's the professor, but she's always there for her students, like, just like mothers do, right? They won't tell you if they have to take a hit for you. And she does some things like that, which she, her work, which she didn't want to give away, but she's ready to give away because one of her students had to be helped. She did those two roles also amazingly well. I mean, uh, even weightlifting fairy Kim Bokchui. Her one scene with uh, Namju when he's run away from the family and he comes back and he hugs her. Yeah. That scene is so beautiful. Totally. She doesn't have that big a role in that series, okay, compared to her other roles. True. True. But that scene just stays with you. You're like, I want a mom like that. Yeah, like she's adorable. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Familiar wife, her role is pretty small as a mother. That's what good actors do. They can leave them with even few dialogues, even few scenes you remember them. Right. Exactly. For me, the only thing that I remember about her are the few lines in the last episode, which make the female lead understand her whole love story and her whole uh, equation with the male lead. It's just two or three lines which she says, but very profound and very well enacted. Beautiful. I have spoken at length about my love for Kim Hesuk. So my favorite mom, Oma, has to be Kim Hesuk. In any role that I watch her, she's just impressive. Most favorite mother roles that stood out for me were Marriage Not Dating. It's a very old drama. Uh, she has a very nice mother role in that. Chebol mom. Her son runs a dental clinic of his own. Throughout the drama, she's just this quiet, typical uh, mom who just wants her son to get married. But her character goes through multiple shades. She is this 
mom who's trying to get married but at the same time she has some issues in her marriage at the age where she is trying to fix her son's marriage uh, she has problems in her own marriage i was wondering why kim hesuk took that role in the initial episodes because it was nothing different or so important or impactful in the first few episodes but as the story progresses you see that the character is growing so much she's undergoing all these changes towards the end of it it has a very nice dynamic with the female lead who's going to be her daughter in law ultimately it's the women in the drama it's the grandmother mother and the daughter in law who have the most important and exciting roles and who drive the whole relationships around them so i loved that about that drama i was so impressed with kim hesu and another drama is hotel king I wouldn't recommend that a lot of viewers watch this drama because unless you are a die-hard fan of Lee Dong-wook, mostly you are not going to enjoy it. But Kim Hye-suk's character in that is something. She starts off as this strict disciplinarian in the hotel. She is one of the heads, and she is all the time spying on everybody. She has a little bit of evil to her character, and she is trying to twist a lot of things and making it difficult for the male lead. And then. she realizes the birth secret of the male lead and her the connection with her son her character suddenly changes and then she becomes a soft and nice mother grandmother beautifully done i did not know so much about kim hesuk till then but when i watched that i was like wow i mean she's such a great actress when you look at her she's not like this dropped it gorgeous female simple uh, features and overall when you watch her also her body language and all it's very simple and for any uh, woman of that age but when you see her body of work and you'll be like oh my god but you know you mentioned evil and i had seen pinocchio oh and yes the twist in her character was the best in that series totally yeah. Totally. Whenever Kim Hye Suk is playing a good character or a bad character, there is some extra factor, some X factor of evilness or sweetness which is there. If she is this harmony in startup, it feels like she is sweetness herself. Like it's something in the air around her that's just getting conveyed. And when she is evil, you feel that evil. You know, actually, that you mentioned this, Kim Sun Ho had said it in one of his interviews. He was so petrified, given her body of work, for their first scene together. and the moment they stepped in that scene together she made him feel completely at ease completely comfortable so whatever the dynamics that has come out from their relationship he gives full credit to kim hesu people uh, if you're listening you have to check her body of work she is brilliant she's a universal favorite among us three for sure and for harmony and hanj pyong i think they should tune into our uh, bonus episode where we've discussed enough about how they lit up uh, the screens sangeeta rightly pointed out something at the heart key dramas are generally family dramas so obviously family members are going to be there which is why we are also creating a dream team mother grandmother daughter in law these roles will always be important not in the traditional sas bahu that we have come to know them to be because these women they flout power in terms of running companies they are ceos they are matriarchs of the family so if we are done discussing all the mothers we can probably go on to grandmothers now i think there are two or three stand out ones right which are there in almost all dramas oh, yes. <laughs> yeah 
Kim Young Ok is like Korea's national grandmother. If you look at her filmography, that would be probably bigger than our, our own body of work. So she has played grandmother in loads of Korean movies, loads of Korean dramas, and some of her standout roles that we could remember was that she is the grandmother of male lead, that is Gong Yoo in uh, Coffee Prince. She has played leading housekeeper in Boys Over Flowers. She is the grandmother of shopaholic Louis, who keeps looking for her grandson who loves to shop. She is in she is in the King, the Eternal Monarch. As a head court lady, I looked up. Yes, yes. And all of them are different shades. She is a frame woman, but she's always playing these roles of power that she's ordering people about or running an organization, asking people to mend their ways and bow as well. In Boys Over Flower, there is a dialogue when Levina Caesar, you're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> And even, you know, talking of Kim Young-wook, actually, she is the grandmother who I was talking about in Marriage Not Dating. <laughs> See? <laughs> what I like about K-dramas is they don't show that the grandmoms have retired from their work life and are just sitting at home. In Shopaholic Louis and in Coffee Brings, she is this kick-ass CEO making her son and everybody run around and telling them, get on your feet, mind the business. And she's like, excellent. I think those those characterizations is what I love. So grandmothers are meant to be like kick-ass and all-knowing. But the one grandmom which hit our screens this year was Namunhi in Navalera. And not just as a grandmom, but I think her relationship with the grandfather in the series. I think something you aspire for, right? Uh, when you're 60, 70, that's the kind of relationship you want to have with your husband. I, I think I'll leave Sangeeta to talk about because I know as to see her tweets and her chat and how much she raved about uh, uh, how sweet Namuni was in that uh, drama. Oh, yes, totally. She has this mature and understanding relationship with generally when you look at grandparents it is either they're already all the time fighting with each other or they're trying to be doting to the grandsons and grandchildren that's all but you don't see this real relationship between the grandparents actually very rarely you get to see that Navilera did a very good job of that but Namuni, she's also one of the most wanted, uh, most favored grandmoms of Korea. <laughs> because in most of dramas, many dramas and many movies, I've watched some of her movies also, even Miss Granny. It, it is actually a very sweet movie where she goes back in time and she becomes younger. And Kim Soo-hyun has a very small role in that. Actually, the Harabuji in that is also the same Harabuji in Navilera. At the end, when the Harabuji goes back to his youth, so that is Kim Soo-hyun. And he takes her on a bike, the bike ride that they go to. It is so much, just that one scene, that few seconds of scene, you can see why experienced actors are revered so much and why they are experienced. Kim Soo-hyun, he was sought after at that time. He's a good actor, everything. But still, you could see that she stands out. Just in those few seconds where he's just come up Looking at a 20-year guy coming to pick up like a 60, 70-year-old grandmom, you'd be like, oh, wow, he's so dashing, right? <laughs> but no, for me, it was her. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Look at her attitude when she's going with that guy on the bike. <laughs> so those things, I think she does those very, very well. Most of her movies are also super fun to watch. And of course, who will forget her role in Samsung? I'm glad you mentioned because it struck me after a long time after watching Navalera that, oh my God, she was the mom in Samsung and she was so good in that as well. <laughs> exactly. Her lines and the whole relationship with Hyunbin, right? <laughs> 
taking his case all the time okay so think about the backdrop right he's the only son she has now and somebody would be all emotional and all and she is this business woman she's like you sort your mess out and you please get on track okay i don't have time for your emotional nonsense she was so good in those terms and even with her granddaughter some of the scenes very nicely done I think uh, if we are at this harmony, we should also talk about Harabaji and uh, we can start with Navillera one. But before I go on to that, there are actually many Harabajis that we have come across. The one in My Girl, which Sangeeta has raved so, so much about. The grandfather in Cinderella and Four Nights trying to bring that entire family together. And this guy, his name is Kim Yong Gun. This guy is the grandfather in Cinderella and Four Nights. He's also grandfather in Kill Me, Heal Me. He also has a role in Fated to Love You. What I found out, there is actually a reality show called Grandfather Over Flowers. So the whole concept is this, that all the grandfathers are people who are in 70 to 90 age group, actors in K-dramas. They go on a backpacking trip to a country together. They ask questions, what is backpacking? And they say, when I was in Korean War, I carried rice sacks. <laughs> this grandfather that I'm talking about, Kim Yong-gan, he arrives, he's 70 years old. And there are other people in that group who are like 80, 83. And he's like, I have finally landed up an opportunity to take care of my son base. So I'm going to buy them coffee at the airport. And he's making all the show and first off, you know, buying coffee. And then one of the guys says, you know what, when we reach Germany, I'll buy. He said, no, no, I'll take care of it all. I have taken a loan for it. And then other Harabajis, they laugh amongst each other. A new guy comes in and he's like, he's buying coffee. He has taken a loan for it. <laughs> entertaining clip but Poonam and now that you mentioned this backpacking trip and all one thing that is really impressive about uh, Korean Harabujis and uh, harmony harmonies in Korean dramas is that they're so fit and healthy at that age yes. they just go hiking yeah, all yeah they can just happily just sit on the floor without <laughs> any effort <laughs> amazing they are doing full roles and multiple roles and multiple dramas at the same time I think they are inspirational Navalera was all about that as well right at 70 he takes up an aspiration to become a ballet dancer I am thinking oh my god I'm getting old and then what am I going to do and there was a 70 year old guy picking ballet dancing I mean first of all his emotions were spot on I don't think there was a single moment which didn't touch your heart so for me I think when I was thinking grandfather's the only one I thought about yeah, that's not supporting caste, but if you're picking up a family, a dream team family, he's the grandpa I want. How lovely he is to his own kids, to his grandkid, and to even Cherokee. Even the bully, the bully who bullies Cherokee, he doesn't lose his cool. He is so polite and nice. His character was so well written in that drama. Really, really well written. I was just going to say about the Navilera Gharabaji grandfather. His name is Park in Guan. And while in 70s, we think we should be wrapping our lives. It was about, you know, flying high and still meeting your childhood dreams. And the second one is the relationship with the younger generation. If I were to put cover page for drama, like you see on Netflix or anywhere else, my cover page would be one of the expressions of Park Kim Kwan. In any scene where he's showing empathy or he's showing kindness or when he's completely dreamily engrossed in doing a ballet, any of his scenes I can just take up and I can put it on a cover page and I would say, you know what, this shows the essence of the drama. How many grandfather characters, how many characters or actors of this age would have that credit to? I'm sure the writing is powerful, but the actor has done a great job in spirit. Absolutely. The experience spoke in that drama, in his every scene, every scene, his experience True. spoke. 
absolutely yeah so one more arabji uh, who's my favorite the arabji character in something about 1% jujin mo something about 1% i've spoken about in our first season also it's a drama about inheritance and how he tries to change his grandson what i liked about this character is typically all the chebol grandfathers that you see they're trying to either uh, the dad is bad and the grandfather is nice or he is this family patriarch who's always making life tough for everybody around him it's too many rules and conditions and what not but this harabuji he's very different he's very humane so he understands that he's worked hard and made it in life but he understands that money is not everything he wants to impart that wisdom to his grandson and he knows that considering how much money they have been born and brought up in his grandson will never understand that how he goes about plotting to get this female lead involved in that and have a change of heart for his grandson he has uh, the foresight to understand that this is the kind of a person who can change the heart of a grandson like the kind of person that my grandson is i i felt that was very unique to this character so if i wanted a grandfather i think i would want somebody like him so sangeeta mentioned evil dads i don't think all dads are evil but i'm going to start with an evil dad but at the same time the actor that i'm going to choose has played dads of all sorts and all types so the actor i'm talking about is yu jae myung and a lot of people know him by his villainous or antagonist roles he plays the dad in itaewon class and he actually teaches the wrong things to his son whether he comes around or what people can go watch uh, itaewon class but three other series i wanted to mention where he played the dad again reply 1988 he has a very small role compared to the other parents okay in that series he plays the dean of these uh, guys the school that they go to so he's trying to battle work uh, trying to battle his uh, wife is working so trying to balance all of that and yet try to be a good father to his kids and he's not succeeding at it i liked his father character in strong woman do bong sun he was a timid guy but at the same time so strong in his support for his daughter you you want dads like that and in the recent one vincenzo he's so principled and he's such an upright lawyer and he was there for very short time which was quite disappointing but he stands up to his own daughter because she's joined a corrupt law firm so and he doesn't like that so to me he's played so many versatile characters if i were to pick a best dad i would pick him because he's played flawed and he's played perfect so who would be yours unless you want to add some of the roles that uh, he has played yeah he is a chameleon ah totally perfect word for him yeah he has played a doctor in life when he is playing the doctor in life modest background but he became a doctor and he really works hard and he's so tired he sleeps in the ots his entire body language speaks of this rural son of earth feeling and who is a great surgeon and he's just focused on doing the right thing in stranger his role is completely different he is well connected twisted thinks of himself as a very intellectual person who has thought through how the world's problem should be solved completely different character from that one of a soy person where you mentioned he is bongsun's father in strong woman bongsun again his body language is he hides himself and he is this person who is beside the counter which nobody sees my radiance is gone which you see in other dramas so that's why i feel like the guy is a total chameleon my pick is a guy who is again from the beautiful mind he is jang hyuk who is playing the main character's father jang hyuk is a scene stealer he comes to a scene he stands there you pretty much forget everything it can be a one man show 
and for him to stand out against as jang hyuk's character says you are the strongest good person that i know of in life and you are the person who has harmed me the most in my life so he is that character who has probably done the biggest harm to his child uh, he is an adopted father but he has done the harm with the good intentions you know as they say all parents screw their kids up so here's this one extreme example of that they are always in confrontational mode whenever the scenes come you cannot take the eyes of the father as well and it is very hard thing to achieve and like sangeeta commented you want to say what you felt absolutely <laughs> the most handsome dad i've seen in any kdrama <laughs> <laughs> So, so Sangeeta, I know you won't watch Kingdom, but you should watch clips of his scenes, which are not the gory stuff. His dynamic with uh, Joo Ji Hoon, Crown Prince, he's his mentor, and uh, he plays a great warrior. He also is the biggest game changer of Kingdom's plot. Interesting. He's got very minimal dialogues, uh, like Poonam said. Right? It's just the sheer presence of the guy. Actually, same thing can be said about Beautiful Mind. Also, there are very few dialogues for him, but just his presence in that scene. I. Speak a lot in mo- a lot exactly yeah totally because most of these scenes the father and son are staring into each other's eyes a lot and they are facing each other a lot. His character is very taciturn. He speaks very less, and yet you can read what is going on in his mind. His name is Oh Juno. So my favorite pick when we talk about dads is uh, Park Shin's dad in Pinocchio. His character is very. sweet and nice in that he doesn't have a successful marriage he divorces his wife and he's a single father raising pakshine and lee jong suk who comes and lives with them so it's only him and his dad so in that what i liked about it was when the love story is developing between lee jong suk and pakshine both the dad and granddad they try to understand their feelings without really talking to them about it but they understand because they've grown up in front of them they know both of them very well so they know why they are in love with each other also so they try to reason with it without even discussing the main characters so he tries to understand his daughter without even talking to her that i felt was very touching and very sweet i mean if i have to pick a, a dad in a dream team i think it would be him <laughs> shin jong kun he's very versatile as well so i'm currently watching our racket boys and he plays the head coach there and the way he is with the boys similar without being explicitly fatherly he's taking care of them in the background he portrays it again through his expressions not many dialogues he's he's doing a good job uh, there as well yeah even in mr sunshine he he has a similar uh, things uh, he's sort of i mean you can't really say he's a bodyguard but he along with the other lady there are teams taking care of goeshin the female lead characters he has this protective aura about him so when lee byung hun is trying to get close to him or whatever he goes there and gives him a warning and he's like you have to first defeat me to go to to her so you cannot this drama hotel deluna where he is one of 500 year old host bartender in a hotel character is like he's pretty much useless and selfish whatever drinks he makes everybody says they are yak <laughs> he comes across as a guy who is vain because while he was alive he was the first scholar get to some national university of joseon era so even after his death in 500 years as a ghost lives in that kind of vanity he brings humor in there without actually acting comic scenes that's one of his strengths he doesn't have to say comical dialogues to be humorous all right so when we're talking about families we also have to talk about aunts or emus who are as good as moms in some of the 
dramas that we have seen and also because most of these women who are in their 50s 60s you see these very interesting characters that they're playing they're not really mother characters they're not really grandmother characters but they they're playing this uh, friendly older lady characters ajumas you could say if we want to pick one of those characters as our emu somebody who would be like a pal to us an aunt but also a pal to us who we can have a very comfortable conversation about anything in life i think my pick would be limisuk she is such a versatile actress and there's not enough that i can speak about her there is so much that you can say the first drama that i've watched of hers was uh, you're the best lisim shing i watched the drama for jojong sook at that time her character is very gray shades i mean not really a villain but again not a very positive character and if i have to equate her in indian context it would be rekha because she has this suave very smart and experienced lady kind of a, uh, demeanor when she does roles like that and at the same time you look at her role in jealousy incarnate she is one of those office colleague battling for her role she wants that anchor woman role and she is trying to sort out the issues with her own daughter so she portrays each of these characters so well and uh, in let me introduce her also let me introduce her is a drama which is based on sleeping with the enemy movie it has a similar plot a little bit of here and there changes and in fact they not, they gave a nod to the movie also by saying that one of the tracks in the movie is what the male lead wants to listen to when he is beating up the female lead limisuk is a male lead's mom but she understands what is wrong with him and as you see her character initially you would be thinking that she's also a negative character and probably she's enabling all this but as you go through the drama you understand where she is coming from and where she is being the mom but at the same time she's protecting the female lead also so you she's done that very well when you understand the whole thing the complexity of her character it's like wow somebody with a lot of experience and conviction in that role and her own self can do that so i think if i want an aunt a korean drama aunt in my life it would be lee misu my is kim mi kwang she also plays mothers in fact if i can think of her aunt character that would be only in master son so she probably plays all kinds of role another woman who has a wide range of filmography and her latest work is also pretty recent enough what i have seen is because she is not afraid to do scary roles where she is like scary character evil character the ajuma character she plays in killer who is this retired detective she's in cyber crime and she's great hacker and everything but look at her how she dresses dresses like who has no home total homeless person is how she's dressed but master sun stands out for me because in there she's member of a chebol family she is the chebol's aunt the mailit's aunt and uh, she is not nice aunt all the time she's not a bad aunt either but she has a sharp tongue and there is one scene where she thinks that you know i'm old i'm 50 i've gotten you know sick she goes to the doctor and they break the news mom you're pregnant <laughs> she's like what at my age <laughs> At first, she's like, "Okay, I don't want a baby. I'm just going to go horse riding in Mongolia and go skydiving. What am I doing with baby right now?" You know, she starts from there. This is not a normal female lead that we are talking about. This is an aunt that we are talking about who is not supposed to be in her prime of age, though she looks like million bucks. She does look like she's in prime of her life. I don't know how they manage that, but she acts so well in there. It, she's just stand out. She has played very loving 
mother for second female lead mother in it's okay to be not okay where she is motherly to every character every young character in that show people stay up at her house she takes care of them she takes care of mainly she is chemical ka jod jod tute nahi kind of is joining everybody she has played park min young's mom and which is also like a positive character in her private life even in the airs right the airs she is pakshin's mom mute mom exactly mute mom she, she is evil at some places and then she is playing a character where she can't even speak and yet she manages to convey the feeling of sympathy and love frankly a versatile actress out and out so my pick is another versatile actress kim sun young and i first noticed her in ploy yon bin rushes after sonia jin because these two ajumas tell him oh we lost her in the market and it's evening time and then he rushes away and then she goes like she's beating her heart he has rushed away after her but why is my heart beating and she beats it like really loudly to stop make it stop beating like she's so cute in that uh, whole series but i think the ones which stood out for me were reply 1988 and romance is a bonus book in one she was struggling with her marriage while being a marketing kickass marketing director in the other she was a widow young widow raising two kids uh, but very tight with her ajumma friend circle at the same time her emotional outburst there are two scenes uh, one in reply 19 one romance is a bonus book i think nobody does emotional outbursts like kim sun young she makes you cry uh, with her that's what i noticed she played a very quirky character in her private life as the um, gallery director owner i didn't even recognize her at that point i'm like is this kim sun young her whole get up and she's shrieking and she's loud she's such a loud character in that she was brilliant but uh, i'm going to leave poonam to talk about her being the mom in because it's my first life because i think that's very close to poonam's uh, heart her character and her the way she was a mother all mothers are sweet and caring this is something we're used to but in that mother's character is slightly different she is somebody who has had a hard life and she wants to make sure that her daughter gets the best even though it is a completely patriarchal setup and have you noticed her accent is different and when she is in crash landing on you in kukan village her accent is there and when she is this mother of female lead in because this is my first life the way she speaks seems to be very specific to that particular region but she speaks so differently and manages to show her determination that her daughter has to do the best so well again another role which is not a lot very few scenes with a mother isn't it at crucial times yes very 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 uh, at very wedding at once or twice that they meet again but you remember her yeah. very memorable lines as well when we are talking about the aunt roles right uh, how she plays a very sweet aunt or somebody who takes care of the female lead in backstreet rookie that's such a horrible drama we won't want anybody to watch it yeah please don't just... watch don't watch <laughs> but we're just talking about kim sun young's presence in that and how she made us feel that's all <laughs> she's a great mom to ji chang wook in that and she always steps up for the female lead character though she has no relationship with her or whatever she's just working for them and lives with them for a short time that that's a kind of aunts we want <laughs> you know she has great comic timing and i want to quickly before we close because we've been going on for so long can we speak about the comic actors that uh, you would tell the listeners to watch while we were discussing who's our dream team and when i was thinking through all the dramas that i have watched i realized most of these characters can actually do comic release sometimes these comical roles are ignored in one drama and then you find that same actor doing something completely different creepy in another drama for me there are three such actors who have played three such characters which stand out for me and which gave me so much joy 
One of them is very famous one, Joey Bushin. He is in Parasite. He's one of the leads in Parasite, so everybody knows him. But his dramas are very peculiar because on all his dramas, he brings a funny kind of feeling in there. He is a brother-in-law of female lead or a step-brother of male lead Jang Hyuk in You Are My Destiny. His entire scenes, when he comes on the frame, his facial expression and the way he it is, it just makes you laugh. I really cannot help it. This entire drama, you have to watch it just to be able to laugh. Similarly, he is there in uh, Rooftop Prince. I think he was very young then, 22 years old. He's one of those ducklings. A lot of you were in that setup as well. He was there in Fight My Way. Wherever he goes, be it a bad guy or be it a good guy that he plays, he brings in that comical twist in there. That's true. In Fated to Love You, actually, he has, his character is like that. It's very comical or you think that he's probably the evil brother who will fight with him for inheritance throughout because it's like a typical Chebol family with two people having two different mothers. <laughs> but ultimately, that cute character that uh, he's played, at the end of it, you feel like, oh, wow, that's, he's such a sweet guy. My other two picks are, one is Jang Kyuk Jin, who is actually Mr. Bang. And Mr. Bang is my all-time heartwarming character on Suspicious Partner. I second this full-heartedly, just because you're not talking about SP, I'm not going to speak much. <laughs> <laughs> he's another good actor. He is in Awaken, where, again, his character has shades, where he feels like that he's villain to one of Leeds. And also there are moments when he's like, you know, begging for his life and he's vulnerable and he's weakling in the same drama. Then I saw him as an insecure, incompetent, bad doctor in Dr. Romantic. We talked about what are the characteristics of a bad boss. He embodies all of them in Dr. Romantic. Very versatile actor, but you know, something about his face can just make you smile if he's playing good character. And the last one is Ju Woo-jin, who plays Guangzhou in Mr. Sunshine. And he is also uh, in Goblin. He's the CEO. And he has very few scenes. But, you know, whenever this character Guangzhou comes in Mr. Sunshine, you have to laugh. He always makes you laugh. He's pulling leg of his own boss in his own way. Then there is this comedy going on. He's a lookalike. And I think that's your pick, Meenal. Throughout the entire drama, the different characters in that drama keep mistaking them. There is a one scene where the other guy, who, whose name is Kim, Byung, Kim Byung-chul yeah, uh, goes to uh, American legation office in Korea which is where Guangzhou this character works and uh, he's like nobody will let me in because this is American legation office they're like sir go in because they think that he looks like Guangzhou both of them provide the same kind of joy so I leave it to you Meenal to add on to Kim Byung-chul Kim Byung-chul I first saw him in Descendants of the Sun where he plays the colonel Song Joong-ki and Jinju are quite the brats yeah, in the in the team that that whole team and the way he manages them what I really liked is this guy always brings straight-faced humor to his characters I saw this in Tunnel as well and that's what always uh, stuck with me but Sangeeta I think you guys have seen him in Goblin and uh, Sunshine and um, Sky Castle. Sky Castle, he has such a quirky character. He's this uh, lawyer dad who wants his uh, twin sons to excel. Hilarious. The outbursts that he has, uh, how he tries to, all the time trying to push them and trying to uh, plot with the other parents, other moms who are involved. He's the only dad who wants to do this. Everybody else is the moms who are there. (laughs) (laughs) So that that itself, you can imagine the comedy that comes in. We've always said this, right? Most Korean actors, actresses have this natural comedy element in them, okay, which they bring to the table. Totally. And without trying to be comical whatsoever. Effortless. Like if you see in Dots, he hardly smiles, okay, in Descendants of the Sun. He hardly smiles when he's doing his dialogues. But 
when his team gets back at him you should i will share a couple of scenes the poor guy is like you feel so sorry for him and you want to go even give him a hug as well <laughs> that's how it is another guy quickly you speak about and i think you also had him on your list is um, kanki yong my god so the first time again what's wrong with secretary kim he is park sojun's best friend who's pining for his ex wife and giving advice to park sojun how to date his girlfriend then he again in tunnel he's got a great rapport going on with kim byung chol they are the, like the comic element in that team he was a sous chef in oh my ghost and oh, yes. weightlifting very he was the uncle trust me i didn't right. recognize him okay in any of these like this is the same guy I had to go look up. Oh, true, totally. We said about Yoo Jae Myung that they just get into the character. I thought Kang Kyung Young has this element in him as well, and he's very versatile. Absolutely. I haven't seen him do a negative character yet, but I'm sure he's done uh, given his uh, repertoire. He has a grey character, not really a negative character or a positive character, but a little bit of grey shades. In I'm not a robot, a very small aspect of his character which is slightly grey to interpret. but the best part of his characters is his secretary spoiling his stuff all the time and what's wrong with secretary all the time. i think i think he was he was so amazing in that role i really was i'm like laughing i laughed so much exactly every time there is an interaction between the two i was like oh god <laughs> when he's giving these sermons to park so jo like he is the expert i'm like dude you've just gone through a divorce what are you talking about <laughs> and he's finding for his ex wife can't get over her and move on and he's giving advice totally that's one of my favorite uh, characters of his you know for sure absolutely my favorite is uh, odin's oh, character in touch your heart like i spoke about <laughs> he's hilarious and every time he comes on screen and he does this silly stupid things on screen you really laugh with him and you you really love that character and apart from that i've spoken so much about that already so <laughs> i won't speak yeah more. let's not go there again <laughs> <laughs> the other character is actually he he was the first second lead syndrome for me uh, chessy won in she oh, was yes. pretty oh yes so just feel so bad for the guy but his character is so good right from the beginning when he goes behind her jackson jackson and uh, again the twist in his character right is completely unexpected yeah, comes through exactly and even when in that twist happens also just observe his body language his whole get up right how he changes that's amazing completely and when he pulls a fast one on park seo jun and this is a scene i think we can't discuss openly on the podcast oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one i was in splits i'm like okay like she was pretty it's an okay drama i don't think it'll feature on all of our top lists ever but, but there were certain scenes in- yeah definitely not but there is you things about it yeah but this is like oh, so good so yeah yeah agreed agreed <laughs> not fully with you on this <laughs> other uh, laughter pill and warm pill is hospital playlist right now also the s2 is airing oh my god the lead cast just any scene with them you feel like oh you wish you had friends like that <laughs> <laughs> and with that We close our episode having picked our dream family members and the actors who provide us great comic relief. We are now throwing our listeners a challenge. Pick your dream family from K-dramas. Do share your choices with us via comments on our Instagram handle, tweet to us, simply leave us a voice message or email us. All the contact details are in our episode notes. We look forward to hearing from you. Until we meet again, aniyo.